You know, Thor's hammer's pretty powerful, and in the comics, it's made out of enchanted Uru. Uh, yeah, I think it's the enchantment that's powerful, not the Uru, but, uh, thanks for playing. It's so bright, it's hard to breathe, but that's alright. Hush. with Nerdot's Newsstand, and today we are going to talk a little bit more about death, or rather about Neil Gaiman and the race bending and the pronouns and all that fun stuff, and a little bit, a little bit about Mark Miller. Now, this is a... <laughs> See, here's the problem I have when it comes to this whole situation. If you criticize, myself included, I did a whole video about this. I broke down every single character. I told about what I loved about these characters. I told what my fears were. I said I would give it an honest shot, and I was still called racist by people that don't see anything but color or the idea that color makes and identifies you. And that's where I really have the problem with this because we're seeing it called backlash okay first off this is being misrepresented really badly when it comes to neil gaiman and he actually um said he gives zero fucks about it and that's great neil gaiman has an ego the size of probably manhattan and he rightfully so um he deserves it he has written some of my favorite work some things that i op american gods if you've never read it i absolutely suggest it it also has an audiobook and it is absolutely fantastic but taking the time to look at this taking the time to listen to an interview that neil gaiman recently did talking about race swapping doesn't make me reconsider what it makes me do is look back at tweets where he said, and I'll put it up on the screen, yes, but the fan base are fans, and they like the source material because it's the source material they like. That's pretty easy to understand, right? Okay, so if you do something else, you risk alienating the fans on a monumental scale. It's not Batman if he's not a news reporter in a yellow if he if he's now a news reporter, sorry, in a, in a yellow trench coat and a pet bat. And that's right. What I think Neil forgot with that ego the size of Manhattan is that, yes, this is your work. You're changing it. And it is absolutely okay because it is your vision. It is what you want. You've grown. Sandman came out in 1988, right? But you're still risking alienating those people. And by saying you give zero fucks and actually going as far to interact. And I don't believe this article brings it up, but he did interact with some people and say, you know, oh, um, blamed it on Comicsgate. Come on. Like, I, I don't I don't even think that's really a big thing anymore. And when you do that, you risk putting everybody that criticizes you in a bubble and when you put everybody in a bubble you dehumanize them so it doesn't matter what they think right regardless of that this whole graphic novel um probably volumes one two and three are my favorite i do like some of the newer stuff i don't like waking hours i love lucifer and i love constantine waking hours hasn't been as great but even so when you do that you make people that have absolutely 
loved and desired and, and, and cherished the work that you've done, you put them in that bubble with them. You can't. You can't do that. Sure, it's very hard when it comes to context. And I actually talked about this briefly in my last video about journalists. It's very hard when it comes to context to tell who is and who is not truly interested or who just wants to be mad because you have people on the left and the right just outrage, outrage, outrage. You're mad about everything. They're snowflakes. You know what I'm saying? So you can't put everybody in that bubble. It's unfair. It really, really is. Now, do I trust there's a reason there's a race change? Sure, probably. And I'm going to give it a chance because this graphic novel quite quite possibly was one of those life-changing reads, if that makes sense. So I want this to be fantastic. Now, there is controversy um, with the Desire character. Desire character was always non-binary. I said that in my last video. I'm not going to really go over that. But the funny thing is, Neil could have at least addressed that when that character was non-binary, and it was ahead of its time. He actually was pretty, he called it, he called them an it. Like, it's not okay to have your pronouns it. That's pretty degrading, but it's okay if you are Neil Gaiman. You can say, I give zero fucks. So, what I want to talk about and, you know, kind of address this is we've talked about Neil Gaiman. We've talked about toxic backlash. We've talked about race swapping and gender swapping and everything. We've talked about all of it because it all stems from mainly, mainly one platform. And that's where, <laughs> and I love, um, love Menelar's work and I review Jupiter's legacy. I've talked about these things that I love from him. He's got black hair. I mean, I love the man. He does a great job, but huh, he's a little like, he loves himself like a lot, like not just, if 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 uh, Gaiman's ego was um, Manhattan, then the way Mike Millar loves his money is also the size of Manhattan, right? So this is what he talks about. Only 10% of comic buyers have a Twitter account, and only half of them are actually active, so 5%, right? So thus, 95% of comic book audience is not on Twitter, which I, I, I completely believe. I, I It may be a little bit more, maybe 10%, but... He's talking in, in generality, so he's probably close, um, which must be mind-blowing. It, it must be. How about taking that to heart and actually utilizing it? Also, factor in the average person follows so many accounts, um, gets the comic promos, they're easy to miss, and it's a just a fun way to meet and chat. Um, when I did have Twitter, I... the. It was nice interacting with pros. It felt kind of cool. It was um, nice to have, you know, a little respect in return, but it, it stung more when you didn't get that respect in return, right? So are these true statistics? Probably pretty damn close. That's what DC needs to take into heart. And I, I don't necessarily think that Neil Gaiman is doing this for a Twitter reaction, but I do think... There are plenty out there that actually are, that actually believe that that is the real world, that actually believe that stuff that's trending on Twitter is on everyone's mind all over the world. No, there's statistics out there, and I believe it's the 20% of the Twitter 
users make 80% of the tweets. There's not much of an audience there. There is some diehard fans. There absolutely is. And those should be taken with respect. But the same thing, and I mean the exact same thing, goes for the other side. That means that your audience, as far as the crazy lefties, is even cutting it in half. Say it's 10%, 5% of that. Also, the crazy ones that hate you, talking specifically back again to Comicsgate, it's only about 5% too. So what do you do in that situation? You ignore both sides. You listen and maybe take stuff into heart, but you really do what you did years ago. And that was write the stories you want to read. That's a big part of it. And if you're writing those stories you want to read and your passion goes through, the people are going to notice. The people are going to care. I truly think with everything that's been going on with the comic book industry as of lately, Twitter is a lot of the blame on both sides, on both sides. And it's really, really unfortunate because that comic book audience is there. If you go to general comic book channels, maybe that aren't so critical as me. One good example is Comics by Bueller. I've talked about him before. He'll get six, 7,000 views on um, videos that are talking about what's coming out the week. They don't care about your crazy pronouns, not crazy. I don't care about pronouns. They don't care about pronouns. They don't care about my comic skate. They don't care about any about that. You know what they care about? Good fucking stories. It's honestly that simple. And it's, it, it, it's not bad this week. I will say that, but people need to realize they need to take a step away Maybe go for a walk. (laughs) Probably bad advice for a writer. But, you know, getting out into the real world, having real conversations with real people, even if it's just to call your friend, get out of that bubble and kind of realize how life actually is as compared to what your life is digitally. And there's a whole huge difference. And and that's a bit hypocritical because I use, you know, my uh, channel as a social interaction, right? It's a bit hypocritical, but I also know there's a real world out there and Twitter ain't it. It is absolutely not it. So let me know what you think, whether it's about the backlash about, you know, gay men, if you are still, you know, going on about the um, the race swap, which I'm still, you know, (laughs) critical of. And I also in I want to add this in here. I was going to end it, but I want to add one more thing. Uh, Joanna, I do believe is, I know we've talked about it. It's not a race swap, John Constantine. But as I was reading more into it, it does look like Joanna is going to be more in the present time also. So they don't have to use Constantine. And I think, um, I think they're doing that on purpose. I think there's probably with the, um, whole Justice League Dark, right? I do believe that they probably cannot use the character and they're hoping that something can be done with Bad Robot or with J.J. Abrams and they can bring that character to HBO Max instead of Netflix. Now, whether or not that's true or not, I'm not sure. And then there was another character, um, Kincaid, who actually is um, another race swap character most people didn't complain about because that was the main one. But... 
Death makes almost more sense than this character, and this is going to sound probably bad. But the fact that the sleeping sickness in Volume 1 starts in 1919, she falls asleep. She has been asleep for years, since 19, till 1988, when she wakes up when uh, Morpheus gets free, right? So... This is a now gender swap or race swap to a black lady that is supposed to be high in prestige with money and everything else. During that time, that rarely happened. So death almost makes more sense. I don't know. It's a lot to think about, but we'll have to just kind of wait and see how it actually pans out. And if that's actually any good. Oh, I hope so. Anyways, let me know, of course, what you guys think about this. And I will see you in the next one. Bye bye.